Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, host of Night Stalker Podcast. This is season uh, five, and this is going to be episode number six. So, what are we talking about today? Well, we've got a couple things we could talk about, and uh, my phone's blowing up right now. Um, let's talk about. I, I watched something again last night, and and you you know I kind of I'm always forward with you people, but let's go over Area 51 again. This is this has been a um, I don't want to consider it an interesting topic for me. I, I find it more um, more of a um, speculative foolishness by people that are Area 51 phenomenonists. Um, And the reason I say this is because I was watching this thing last night. It was I thought it was going to be a really uh, in-depth scientific look at uh, Area 51. And again, like like it always turns into, it's you know there's more bolster and, and um, just just false pretenses and false leads and. Just all kind of stuff like that that uh, really kind of um, irks irks my uh, fact uh, driven ass. Um, listen, the simple fact was that there are no UFOs in Area Fifty One. Okay, there are none. Uh, Bob Lazar, the one who created this uh, Area Fifty One phenomena, as I call it. Uh, 88, 89, um, is just a pathological liar. Um, and once you tell the story so many times, you believe it. And then you get somebody like uh, George Knapp involved, who basically uh, was nothing more than a uh, TV reporter, um, anchor man, whatever you want to call him. Uh, throws himself into a position where he has to go along with it now because um, it jeopardizes his career and he's made a lot of money uh, on this topic because there are people that are there that believe in all this happy horse shit. I'm not saying that there's not extraterrestrial life because there has to be somewhere but let's face it if they have enough technology to um, get to the planet Earth uh, compared to us in, in any type of uh, um, academic aspects, why the hell would they even want to bother us? That's like us jumping into a sand pit of ants. I mean, what's the commonality? There is none. What is the uh, the reason for being here? Uh, there really is none. Um, so, and if they were going to attack, we, what what chance would we actually have? Let's, let's face it. Or, if they were going to attack, Maybe our technology is primitive as we may think it may be. Maybe it would just wipe them out. Who knows? But the fact is, um, I want to bring up some points about Area 51. Uh, Area 51, according to Bob Lazar, these spaceships came from a, uh, a galaxy called Zeta Reticuli. Um, where did he come up with this notion of Zeta Reticuli? Uh, he he listened to um, Betty and Barney Hill in 61, who also said Zeta Reticuli. That was 61. 
it, it bounces all the way to 8889 with Lazar. But where did it start? It actually started in Project Aquarius in 1953, where the government said that they alleged had a uh, an alien being who lived uh, in a bunker f with them for about nine years before passing away, called EB, uh, extraterrestrial biological entity, who came from Zeta Reticuli. Well, here's the problem: over the last uh, a couple of decades with our advanced technology, we have probed Zeta Reticuli with infrared beams, all this kind of other happy horse crip, uh, shit, and there is no, there are no planets in Zeta Reticuli. You see, what you have to realize about the Area 51 and uh, Bob Lazar's thing is, he is a repetitively, he uses things repetitively. Zeta Reticuli 53, Zeta Reticuli 61, Zeta Reticuli with his thing in 88. Okay, uh, it's a, he, had, he says he has majestic clearance. Majestic clearance uh, was just a term he kind of recycled. The Majestic 12 was a group of uh, scientists, mathematicians, and scientists all put together by the government in 1947 to research the possibility, the possibility of uh, unidentified flying objects. So again, the, the word uh, majestic was just a carryover. Majestic, uh, you know, now he's got majestic clearance. Well, there, I checked there, uh, Area 51 uh, doesn't have anything uh, <clears throat> that is listed under ma uh, majestic clearance in any type of uh, form. So that's another uh, bogus entity. Now the flying saucers. Okay, well, here, here's another timing problem. Roswell occurred in 47. Uh, Area 51 was not, the construction didn't even start till 55. So where, where were these alien spaceships housed? Or stored, whatever you want to consider it. Now, we had EB in 53. We were, supposedly had spaceships from 57. The first thing I would be asking this uh, extra uh, this extraterrestrial biological entity is where is the on button to this son of a bitch? Where are the phasers and photons because I'm going to wipe somebody's ass out. That's my thing. How do I fly this thing? So we had this thing for nine years and we never asked it how to f let's you know hey how do we fly this thing? Or, hey, let's bring him up to it and see what he does when he gets near one of these spaceships. you got two possibilities. He's going to open it, we're going to go in, and he's, we're going to learn from him. Or he's going to jump in the thing and and he's going to uh, he's going to take off on us, one or the other. Uh, but you would, you would have some type of de a definitive answer. Uh, there are none. <clears throat> then again, as we talked prior... Um, Lazar said to enter this uh, facility, you need this specific or special type of hand scanner, which uh, I took a closer look at uh, when him and uh, Corbell did a uh, did a documentary a couple years ago. And Corbell comes out with this picture of this hand scanner, uh, shows uh, Bob Lazar this, and Bob pretends he's shocked and oh my God, I haven't seen this in such a long time. <clears throat> and he's looking at the picture of this, that, and the other thing. So I snapshotted a picture of it. And I went searching around, and I did find it. Now we're talking. Uh, Lazar said he was using this 8889. I found it in 1977 in uh, 
Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The exact one, same markings, everything. Uh, looked at it. This was actually discovered in, uh, or uh, created in 72. So it wasn't any new updated technology. And again, it was taken from the movie. Okay, so you see how these repetitive cycles of people lying or coming up with stories. You, you know, you have to understand something about sentences, uh, sentence structures, and things like this. And I have investigated cold crimes in this for years. Are people repetitively bring up the same thing without even knowing it sometimes? Uh, what a person says in a sentence is just as much as what is absence out of a sentence, which is not included in a sentence. Uh, the omission is you. The omission is usually the commit uh, is is really a big part of a statement. What's omitted in it, you know, the omission is the commission. Basically, is what it is. Um, Lazar in his uh, element one fifteen one fifteen is over the periodical chart over 110 which means it would be man-made um, and there wasn't there were certain chemicals these two chemical compounds for element uh, 115 that were developed one in 1846 and the other one in 1944 so theoretically by uh, 1980 whatever he's claiming 88 uh, we did have the capability of um, manufacturing it however the lifespan is 42 milliseconds which um, he, you couldn't, he said it was in stable form, uh, element 115 is not something that is in stable form, and, uh, he claims that the FBI raided his business twice, uh, looking for this, well, that's not true, because I actually looked at the warrants, the warrant, the first warrant was for, uh, selling, uh, <clears throat> radioactive, uh, chemicals over state lines, the second one, was the same thing. However, the, the the chemical that was transported over state lines was actually used in a homicide. Uh, <clears throat> and plus, he forgets to mention that he was arrested uh, in Las Vegas for um, operating a uh, brothel or a whorehouse, whatever you want to call it. So, some questionable things there. Area 51, let's face it folks, you know why Project Blue Book was invented or, or, or created? Not, not to catalog unidentified flying objects it was something that the government created to deflect the true mission of the area 51 if it could convince all these people around that they were looking at UFOs and they were reporting them on the project blue book as UFOs the secrecy of the type of aircraft they were developing was hidden in plain sight. It's as simple as that. It's not. It's not. You know, it doesn't take an idiot to figure that out. <clears throat> you know. Plus, you got to remember at that time, aircraft general uh, highest flying <clears throat> elevation was twenty thousand feet. We were working on technology that could go up to sixty. So anything that was over <clears throat> twenty thousand feet, obviously, you're going to think is is something different than what we we know, especially to those that are uh, in the aviation field. So. You you have to understand how deflection deflection works. Deflection is a uh, a common tool used by the government. Uh, when they throw the ball right, they do something so you think the ball's going left, uh, either by suggestion or by physically putting something in the left field. 
Um, it's not <clears throat> it's not something that's new. Um, as a matter of fact, if you look at people like, and I'll call them right out, um, George Knapp, uh, Corbell, um, Bob Lazar, everything that they do is they pitch to the left. Why? Because they are take. Listen, there there are there is no physical evidence, none, that there are alien spacecraft in the possession of the government. There is no physical evidence that they've crashed. Everything is speculation, guessing, basically. I mean, if you, listen, if you take a look at the size of the, the desert, let's say out, out where all these things are crashing, if a couple crashed there, then I'm sure more would have crashed there, but nobody's found them. People find arrowheads, artifacts, gold blooms, all kind of shit all over the world on a daily basis by accident. So you're not going to run into something that was left by an extraterrestrial? Right? I mean, you find freaking meteors, right? So where, where are these things? You know what? They're not there because they, they're, they're not there. That's why you're not finding them. Um, I hate to be a... Uh, a naysayer, but the fact is, it's just like Bigfoot. All these pictures of Bigfoot, blah, 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 blah. Where's the proof? Show me. I want to see it. I want to touch it. I want to research it. And if I can't, it doesn't exist. And don't tell me the government's hiding everything, because the government really isn't that smart. Think about it. You think the government's really that smart? They're really not that smart. They think they are, but they're, they're really not. I mean, even look at MUFON. Okay, so you have all these hundreds of thousands of reports, blah, 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 blah. So they can say anything they want. You could write anything you want. You know, Fuzzy Wuzzy was a beer. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. So Fuzzy wasn't really fuzzy, was he? Right? You get where I'm going with this? So out of all these hundreds of thousands of documentation, where's the proof? Where's the proof? And you notice all the real people that make these death declarations about UFOs? They're all dead. So? So, folks, I just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, Area 51, just a... Uh, all Area 51 is, is a phenomenon. Phenomenon is basically something fake. It's it's a it's a suggestion that is implanted in a person's mind, which once existed there. Uh, let me tell you what I've visibly you know I have seen Area 51. Uh, I've done research on it. I've looked through satellite photos of the whole the whole facilities. Um, it's a very insecure. I mean, you can fucking walk there over the hill. So, are we really going to keep something, an extraterrestrial spaceship or being there? No, we're not. You're never going to find... Listen, the FBI may... may, may maybe people disappear and we never find them. You think something like that you're going to find? That's not ever going to happen. So, I hate to bust your bubble, but, uh, you know, you can watch this Ancient Aliens, which is all... 
line of shit. You could listen to Cor uh, Jeremy Corbell, you, you know, George Knapp, Bob Lazar. Um, they're just taking things and amping them up to make them sound like something they're really not. They're deflecting. They're deflecting the truth because the truth is there is no truth in their truth. Their truth is fake, you know? So, with that being said, I am Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker Podcast. This is Season 5, Episode, I believe, Number 6.